what is going on everyone welcome back to another edition of the breakdown sports cast i am your host Corey willis hope you guys are doing well on a friday getting ready for another great weekend in college football week 11 now so um yeah hope you guys are having a great day great veterans day and um yeah getting we're here to get you set for another great weekend in college football so i hope you guys out there are doing that as well um as always we appreciate you guys listening in on the show um we're on many different streaming platforms such as spotify apple Podcasts, youtube amazon music and amazon audible iHeartRadio and many other streaming platforms so uh, we very much appreciate you guys listening in on the show be sure to like comment and subscribe it lets us know uh, what we're doing and how we can improve um, for the future of course so any feedback helps so we, we very much appreciate you guys' support um, as always I am here with my good friend and co-host you know who he is? He is Chris Bolton. What's going on, Chris? What's good, Corey? How we feeling? Oh man, we are we are feeling good here on a Friday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's 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 the eve. It's the the calm before the storm. Absolutely. You know, is I think uh I think we're in for um some some foolishness, some craziness, some wackiness <laughs> this weekend. You know, there was there was a little bit of some some rumblings, little you know the a, a little small low scale earthquake this past weekend, um, <laughs> with, with some of the outcomes in these games. But yeah, look, it's it's another week deeper into November. <laughs> the it's 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 a it's a little cooler outside, like you know, like like we said, man, if football gets crazy in November, so. Hey. I think this could be a, a another wild weekend. Hey, it, look, as always, as we get closer and closer to the actual um, playoffs and bowl season and everything, Chris, you, you know, it's always a ton of calamity as always. You know, teams dropping off like flies. You know, all of mm-hmm. that great stuff. And, you know, we we live for that. We love that. You know, this is why we watch college football each and every week. So, um, yes, sir. Yeah, it's it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> no, I've said that before, and but it's true. It's true, it, folks. It is true. It is true, and it just it, it only gets better and better as the season continues. I agree. I I, I definitely agree. Yeah, so, so yeah, um, yeah, another great week. Coming up, folks, uh, we got a lot of games to talk about. This will be a shorter show than usual, um, but me and Chris will will make sure to give you guys our thoughts on um, the week that is week eleven. So, um, first game that I think we we just need to go ahead and knock out right now, Chris. Um, we got Michigan um, taking on Penn State. They have to travel to Penn State this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, the betting line is Michigan um, four uh, four and a half, and over under is at forty four and a half. So, 
Um, so this is this is going to be a interesting game. Of course, um, I want to see what um, JJ McCarthy does, and I want to see if um, Drew Allar, um, who I still think is a pretty good um, quarterback in his own right, and I think this Penn State team is still pretty good too, um, even after the loss to Ohio State. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see how both of these teams clash. Um, of course, with all of the the news surrounding Michigan right now, um, that's one of my main concerns is, and, I, and I'm not sure what do you think about it, Chris, but mm-hmm. for me, I know that's one of my main concerns about um, what this Michigan team um, is going to do in in this game where they have to take on a really good opponent um try to stay undefeated right now because they are mm-hmm. in the college football playoff discussion while also having to deal with of course you know the elephant in the in the room is the the whole cheating scandal what, y'all, what y'all do you call it? cheating gate sideline gate cheat gates um I mean, is it Scout Gate? Uh, we'll go with I, Scout I don't know. Gate. <laughs> <laughs> On this show, we'll, we'll, we'll go with Scout and Gate. I'm pretty yeah, sure we'll, somebody we'll, else will mention something else. We'll, we'll call it Scout Gate for now. But, um, <laughs> man, I, I think I think Michigan should be you know locked in. I think this could. Knowing Coach Harbaugh, I feel like this team is going to rally together. I think they'll take on that temperament of us against the world. And so I'm not, I'm curious to see how they perform, but I'm not anticipating Michigan to be too shook up or rattled on a Saturday when they take on Penn State. So, like, the Wolverines have a a really good squad, of course, as they are in the um, the playoff hunt. They can run the football very well, which makes for an ma- interesting matchup because we know Penn State's defense, they have one of the best run defenses in the nation. Number one, to be exact. <laughs> so the rubber meets the road right here. Something's got to give. Um can Michigan, will they be able to play Michigan football and be dominant in their running game? And if not, will they be able to go the Kansas State approach and say, well, we can't run it against these boys. I guess we're going to have to throw the football and see what we can make shape. And um, I think McCarthy is a, a good enough quarterback to make plays. I trust him more than Alar mm-hmm. in this ball game um, when you look at the two QBs. But there's also, too, the, the other side of the coin with Penn State where you saw their offense, they opened things up a little more when uh, taking on Maryland. They were able to get it downfield in the passing game. Will that tr- carry over and translate this week? You know, that's been a big question this entire season is, is Penn State's ability to, you know, throw the football. They haven't, you know, really show, showcased any playmakers on the outside. Do they have the guys to make plays? So, 
I know it's late in the season, but I still feel like we're going to learn something about both of these teams in this matchup. Whether, you know, Michigan is locked in and as good as advertised, because we, we've been talking about them as one of the three best teams, I feel like, all season long. With Ohio State maybe having the better resume, but on the field, Michigan looking like the best team in the conference. And then with Penn State, are they for real? You know, they've always been right there in the hunt, but they haven't just been able to knock off the Ohio States and the Michigans yet. So this program really needs this win to feel like Penn State is Penn State again. No, I I, I definitely agree. Um, <laughs> this game is is very interesting because of that like I still want to see like a complete game under Drew Allard just because I feel like we haven't gotten that in a game of this magnitude so mm-hmm. I, I think this is a big challenge for the Nittany Lions this week and for Drew Allard um, just because we, we want to see him really break out really you know take that stride of course that um that I feel like we're, we're kind of being held back in, in seeing that, that he's kind of like holding back from us. So um, it, it's definitely going to be interesting um, to see what happens this week, of course. So um, he might have he might have a pretty good game. He might have one of the best games of, of the season. So um, so yeah, we I for sure. And it's at that. State College, you know what I'm saying? And it's at yeah. Penn State. I'm going to be in State College. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that also adds to the drama you know Penn State seats over a hundred thousand fans um so that place will be rocking that place will be packed uh so we'll we'll see uh just how how wild that place gets and can they impact this ball game you know if if Michigan doesn't get out to a, a hot start how how much will that crowd affect this ball game? We we already saw this season. I feel like a game where granted both teams are really good and you know evenly matched, but I feel like the crowd won Washington that ball game against Oregon. Mm-hmm. That place was rocking. I feel like that place it had a great impact on that game. Can something similar happen here? Because I feel like we both agree that Michigan is the better team if they weren't playing on a neutral site. I'm taking Michigan no hesitation even with everything that's going on Mm -hmm. but the fact it is that Penn State makes that that much more interesting this weekend agreed Uh, agreed it's just we want to see what happens of course Michigan in this game um, um, being ranked at 44 in passing offense Um, um, Penn State right now I think they are ranked at number um, 76 right now in in Mm -hmm. passing offense right now so um, yeah like like I said for both of these quarterbacks of course I think it's going to rest on their shoulders Um, I mean that's how you see the game script going like you because we, we both know they want to run the football and they will right. run it but how effective will they be at running it exactly. that is the question 
it, mm-hmm. exactly because I think this, I think both of these defenses are going to be very stingy. Um, so I, I think, I think you're going to have to win this game through the air. Honestly, not saying that um, that both of these running backs, of of course, for um, Michigan and Penn State, the Don. Yeah, shout out to Gus, the Don. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but yeah, yeah, not not saying that um, Blake Corm, um, who I who I love um, mm-hmm. in college football right now, um, he. Not saying that he's not going to have a good game. Um, not not saying um, Katron Allen for Penn State um, mm-hmm. isn't going to have a good game. It's just they're driving Edwards. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, y'all. You know, all of those guys um, have an opportunity to uh, help their team out this weekend. But I, I do think this game, because both of these defenses. Um, seem to be a little stingy, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Penn State being at home, I don't see them just getting blown out. I, I do think this. I think this will be a dog fight to the end, and I think it's going to uh, rest in the shoulders of one of these two quarterbacks. So, um, so yeah. I, overall, I am going to pick Michigan to still win this football game. Um, mm-hmm. question is, um, will it will it be them winning by four and a half? I think Vegas is kind of understanding that this is a hostile environment, and I I, I think yeah. I'm going to lean towards Vegas with this. I think they'll they'll win, but not by much. What do you think? Yeah, I think Michigan wins. I think something that we all should be on the lookout for in this ball game is how Michigan uses their backs in the passing attack. So, like, like you said, we are we know the front seven for Penn State is a, a tough front seven. D line is very stingy when it comes to the running attack. But Michigan is known for getting those, their backs in space and using them in the passing game. So they can, I will, I expect that to carry over into this ball game and for them to get those guys in space and allow them to simulate the rushing attack and just do so with the the short passing game and see if they can break a couple big plays with their backs. Um, I think Michigan wins by by 10. I think they cover. Um, I understand Penn State opened up the offense a little more, but Maryland isn't anybody. Um, On a when it comes to a national note, they're a solid team, a good team in the Big Ten, but that didn't really show me anything. I feel like uh, if they come out here and they throw it around the yard against Michigan, now we're talking. But I still am I'm left feeling wanting to see more out of uh, Penn State's uh, passing attack. So I think Michigan is the better team. Um, might be a it might be a feeling out process that first half, but I think Michigan eventually um, kind of breaks away and gets a couple stops that allows them to win a game that's tight up until the near end, and Michigan wins by 10. Okay. 
sounds fair. Sounds fair. Um, so yeah, yeah, I I, I definitely um, agree with what you said, and uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm leaning towards Michigan winning, but winning in the close one. And um, mm-hmm. I just saw in total defense. <laughs> it, it, it's good that we mentioned it because in total defense, like Michigan's one right and right there, Penn State is number two. So this is going to be a defensive <laughs> battle. So it's just flat out. <laughs> it is. It is. Which again, it, it relates back to like the coaches. Mm-hmm. We got to we got to see what you scheme up. Yeah, you know, when you're going up against a a, a, a tough defense, like both teams will be facing. Your coaches got to get in their bag, man, and, and draw up some plays to to take advantage of maybe some the the minimal weaknesses that have been displayed by the two defenses. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna see what these coaches are made of. This one, oh, absolutely, absolutely. So so um so yeah yeah um, let's let's hope um this game lives up to the hype. I I think mm-hmm. I think it is um from a defensive standpoint, and let's hope. Um, no signs are, st- are stolen in this game. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> oh man, but uh, but yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add to this game, Chris? Before we move on? No, sir. No, sir. We we can keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no scout gate going on over here. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So so yeah. Um. So now we are going to head to Eugene, Oregon, Chris, where the number six Oregon Ducks will host the USC Trojans um, yes, sir. Saturday. This was a game um, earlier in the season that me and you had both circled and saying that, that if everything fell in line with both of these teams potentially being undefeated and um, – and everything, and mm-hmm. you know, potentially both of these teams being in, in contention for the college football playoffs. Um, that this was this was a game that you had to circle uh, for this, for this season in the Pac-12, and saying that this was this was going to be a big game um, that the country that the country was going to watch. Um, I think people are still going to check it out of course but it's not this game doesn't bring the same magnitude that we had hoped um you know usc Mm -hmm. isn't right now right now they're just really playing for pride of course um they because they have three losses right now they're seven and three um oregon eight and one so um Mm -hmm. It's going to be still interesting to see Bo Nix versus Caleb Williams, of course, because anything can happen. Um, the, around this time this year, um, this is where upsets can happen. So um, I think we'll still get a entertaining game. Um, but overall, I do think Oregon will be too much for USC in this football game. Right now the line has Oregon... 15 and a half and the over under is at 75 and a half so this game might mm-hmm. be a shootout but overall um, I think Bo Nix and company um, has this game nipped in the bud so I like how he's playing this this season um, with well over um, 2,000 yards passing he has 2,723 yards 
25 touchdowns with just two interceptions right now. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I'm picking Oregon in this game. Uh, what do you think about this game, Chris? I think I think it's going to be a beatdown. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think Oregon is uh, the real deal. Um, I think they are honestly one of the three best teams in the country to my eyes. I know they have a loss, but this this team is the complete package. They didn't have a uh, a down game against Cal. They beat the snot out of Cal. Um, I think USC is reeling. And I think based off what we've seen surrounding this program, that I expect them to fall rather than rally. Mm-hmm. And I expect Oregon under Coach um, Lanning to to be locked in, keyed in on their ultimate goal of making it to the Pac-12 championship game and trying to reach the playoffs. I think they put on a show. I think they cover the spread, and this game is a blowout. Blowout victory for the Ducks. Wow. They are a much better team. Much better team than USC. <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm just... I'm I'm just giving USC some straight of hope because they got Mm-mm. out of the trouble. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't give them a shred of hope. They don't, they don't deserve hope. <laughs> they let Dylan Dylan Johnson, who is a good back, but he ran for over 200 yards against them last week. Look, he sure. Um, <laughs> we saw Cal, who was up by 14 in the fourth quarter against USC. They they somehow. They won that game because Cal self-imploded, but the point remains, Cal was up 14. <laughs> the Ducks are about to beat them, man. It's going to be like 60 to 14. I don't think it's going to be close. <laughs> Look, man, they, whoever's under the whoever's under the Duck um, uniform, hey, look, get ready for a lot of push-ups. Just, yes. Just, just get ready. Yes. You, you hear me, Rest- Duck? Ice them biceps right now. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my oh God. boy! Because it's gonna it's gonna be a long day. Yes, it really <laughs> is. USC. It's not gonna be anything nice. It really ain't. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. But it should be a good day for for Oregon fans. I mean, there is a puncher's chance that um, there's a puncher's chance that. USC can win. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because you got to go out there and play the game. But like, literally, based off everything we've seen in this season, there's there's no way I feel like anyone could reasonably say USC is going to win this game and make that prediction. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, when you when you look at this Oregon team, like, just too much offense, just flat out, too much offense. Too much defense, like, <laughs> like, what? What's the timeline, Chris? Like, how long is it gonna take uh, until First. this offense just gets stressed out and just agitated because they can't move the football? Like, how long? Oh is my it goodness! Take for Caleb Williams, just get agitated. It's it's not gonna take long. It's not going to take long at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> we. It's probably just the second drive. Like once they, if they get back to back three and outs, that's when you're going to see it. If you see back to back three and outs to start the game, 
and Oregon has already put up a touchdown, you you will see the frustration then, then and there. With like what eight eight minutes, seven minutes into the fourth, uh, the first quarter, mm-hmm. like that halfway point of the first quarter, that's when you'll probably see that frustration. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, look, they better look. Caleb Williams, he 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 better meditate. His whole team better be <laughs> meditating. <laughs> because man, even Lincoln Riley, he better he better take some uh take some meditation lessons or whatnot because hey, hey once you knee deep in this game, I, I say by halftime and you start looking looking at the scoreboard and you just see you just way <laughs> behind <laughs> like hey, you, you might as well just breathe in. Breathe out, <laughs> because there's nothing much else you can do. You can't just wave the white flag, and just say like, "Oh, I, I, we we quit." Like, no, Oregon want they they want to finish this game from the first quarter to the fourth quarter, and I, I just don't think you're enough to to stop the behemoth that Oregon mm-hmm. is. So, mm-hmm. so I'm with it's you. a train. It's a train that's rolling for sure. Um, and, and people betting, if you can, if you got FanDuel, place the uh, prop bets on um, Bucky Irving touchdown, um, a Freeman receiving touchdown. You might even get a Bo Nix rushing touchdown. He's had <laughs> rushing TDs in, in back-to-back games now. So um, place just place your bets on on those guys to get touchdowns if you want to increase your parlay the money on your parlay because um there will be points scored by by Oregon at least. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, nah, I definitely agree with you on that one. So so yep. So this is gonna be a nine thirty PM kickoff game on Fox, um, depending on where you're at. So so yeah, this is um so yeah we got we got Oregon in this game. Um I think I think both of us are right. I think that's just that's just the law of the land when when it comes to <laughs> USC uh, taking on you know this tougher talent right now. What we've seen the last mm-hmm. couple weeks. So so yeah. But uh, anything else you want to add to this game, Chris? Before we move on? Oh no, sir. Ain't nothing else to add to this upcoming beat now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Well. Um, from one beat down to another potential beat down, <laughs> um, we have. Yeah. Hey, it can happen. I was just, it can happen. It's, I mean, it's, it's tough to say, but it is possible. It is possible. <laughs> hey, well, we'll especially, we, especially when you look at the pro, the history, uh, history of these two programs. But go ahead. Yeah. Well, we got number two Georgia folks hosting number nine Old Miss. Of course, um, Ole Miss still riding high. Had that big win last week at home versus A and M. Lane Kiffin said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not gonna beat me, Jimbo. Not in my home field. That's not gonna happen. I got Georgia next week. You ain't going. You ain't gonna ruin this for me, buddy." All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ole Miss got the W. So now. They gotta 
They got to go on the road to take on um, a Georgia team. Between the hedges. Yeah, they they got to go between the hedges against a Georgia team at night. That's um, that's starting to gain a little bit more confidence now. Uh, Of course, they don't have Brock Bowers, um, Mm -hmm. but they have players that are starting to emerge. They got um, my boy Lad. Yeah, yeah. Lab <laughs> Conky is is starting to emerge, of course, and you know that that's what you need. So, um, so yeah, he he's starting to emerge. Love it. Um, you still have mm-hmm. Ra Ra Thomas. You you have you, plenty the, of talent. I'm gonna say the the backup tight end. Um, I, f- I forgot my boy's name, but Oscar Depp. That yes, yes, yeah. I mean. He's a highly recruited guy, and he's showing why. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so they right now, folks. If you're a Georgia fan listening in on the show, you are just fine. Okay, everything is still in front of you. But you got Lane Kiffin, the Lane Train, coming to town in Athens. Um, right now, the betting line is ten and a half, Georgia. Um, and over and under is at 58 and a half. Um, I think Georgia wins this game by a country mile. Um, <laughs> but I will say this. I think Ole Miss gives it a half of football where they get, they get Georgia a little bit on their heels, I, I'd say. So, um so I, I don't think they're going to come in this game and lay down um, necessarily, but I mm-hmm. do think it's going to be a good first half of football um, between these two teams. But overall, I do think Georgia um, – I'll say Georgia uh, will win by 14 points, I'll say. Okay. So, yeah. I, um, what, do you, what do you think, Chris? I think this is going to be a game, weirdly enough. Um, I mean, I no disrespect to Ole Miss; they are ranked top ten in the nation. Mm-hmm. But I think history kind of has shown that you know, in the biggest games, Ole Miss has kind of let teams has, has let you down a little bit and hasn't taken that next step to win said big time games, except for you know back in the Hugh Freeze tenure. Um. When, when they won the games against Alabama, but then they'll lose one that you just like, you just beat Alabama. How are you, why, how, why are you losing to Arkansas? But, <laughs> or Memphis. <laughs> like, like, why are you losing to Memphis? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I know you live um, by each other, practically. But, like, goodness gracious. <laughs> so, I think, um, I think we saw with the Missouri game that Missouri was able to run the football solidly against Georgia kept drives alive. And if it wasn't for some, you know, that, uh, a bad, you know, interception, that game was kind of destined to be tight all the way to the end. You know, there was, there was not much room, no, not much room of separation between those two teams watching that ball game. It was a very good game. Missouri has some players stepping up 
Georgia shut down, um, you know, Luther Burden. But Missouri still had a chance in the ballgame. Um, we know about Quinshawn Judkins and the, the specimen he is at running back for, for Ole Miss. I think if Judkins is toting the football the way we anticipate him in a game like this, and that Ole Miss offense can stay on schedule, and we saw Jackson Dart, he's made a leap this season. We talked about it in the Alabama game. We wanted to see, can he take a leap? Can he show why he was one of the 10 best quarterbacks in his recruiting class coming out of uh, high school, going to USC, and then transferring to Ole Miss? He threw over 300 yards against Texas A&M. That's that's what you want to see out of your quarterback in his second year as a starter against one of the top 10 talented rosters in the nation. Say what you want about Jimbo Fisher, but that team is extremely talented. That team is loaded. Mm -hmm. And we have not had any problems talking about the defense. A&M's had their woes offensively, but the defense has always been fine. So for Dart to do that against that A&M defense, that is very impressive. And... I think he'll have his moments in this game. I think there is a chance Ole Miss wins this game for real. Uh, it sounds crazy to say, but I I really think as much as it's been easy for us to chalk it up, like ah, uh, Georgia's fine, Florida, you know they'll 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 be fine against Florida. They were fine. All right, they'll they'll be fine against Missouri. They'll be you know they they beat Missouri. This is a this is a test. This is the real deal test. And it'll be curious. Interesting to me. I think this game, in a sense, comes down to Lane Kiffin. I, <laughs> hey, does it always come down to Lane Kiffin when it comes I, to these big games? <laughs> it, 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 it does, but I think even more so in this one, in the sense of how emotional are you in this game? How much do you push it and say we're going for it on fourth and two? Well, you might should just take the points or you should just punt it and force Georgia to, to, you know, go 85, 90 yards downfield to get a score. How does he balance that? Because there are going to be times where you probably should go for it. There also is going to be a time where you probably your defense isn't bad. Georgia's offense isn't the most dominant offense. Maybe you should take this three points and trust your team and see if you guys can be in it in the fourth quarter and then maybe be more aggressive as the game continues. So that's why we'll be looking out for how I think Lane Kiffin is the X factor in this game because I think Ole Miss, they have the pieces. I mean, I think Dart has, has, has emerged. Judkins is here. They have talent at the receiver pool. The defense looks improved with the new defensive coordinator and makes timely stops. The makings of an upset. And for this program to get one of the biggest wins in program history, they are there to happen. Can they and will they make it happen? We have to see. But I'll say this. I think they will be in position to pull off the upset. Fair enough. Um, it, you know, it, Ole Miss has a talented team at the end of the day. 
Um, like, folks, say, hey, if you haven't seen this team go, like, when they are moving the football, they are moving the football. Jackson Dart is one of the better passers in the country um, in terms of this sport. So, I'm I'm not I'm not going to say that they are a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent sure thing that they'll lose because, as always, college football in November, anything can happen. But um, we've been waiting for Georgia to meet uh, someone that is almost as talented as they are. Mm-hmm. And a team that's not going to back down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we've kind of speculated, like, will we see that once they get to the SEC championship game against potentially Bama now? Um, you know, we'll see. But um, for this old Miss team, like, I mean, everything is still in front of them. So if, if they were to go down to Athens – and win that football game, my God! Oh my goodness! That would be a. I need to make my way to to Oxford. That happened, yeah. boy. The square gonna be crazy. Exactly, I'm telling you, they gonna have to give. They gonna have to hand me one of those uh, those um hotty totties. I don't even drink. <laughs> I just wanna. I just wanna hold it up just just to say, hey, I'm with y'all. I'm making my way to the library, baby. It's gonna be turned up in Oxford. <laughs> Oh man, but but yeah, um, but yeah. In all seriousness, though, it, it would be a monster, monster win uh, for Lane Kiffin and, and Ole Miss if they were to um, leave. I Athens think they haven't won in Athens since 1996 under Coach Cutcliffe. I believe that's that's the. I think it was 96 was the last time they won there. Yeah, that does sound right. <laughs> Um, that time frame does sound sound about right. So, it's been some time. Yeah, it's been it's been some time. So, um, I know a lot a lot of Ole Miss fans. You know, they're saying, "Look, we're we're due for a W at this point." They are. They are. And good, the good thing for this program is they're at least winning the games that they should win. Mm-hmm. And that's step number one in making that next. That's that's the first thing you got to do if you want to make that. Step of being like a for real perennial program. Win right. the games you're supposed to win, mm-hmm. and then you know maybe you put yourself in position to pull off the win that you need and make it matter. Mm-hmm. Like it's it doesn't matter if you upset Alabama or Georgia if you didn't beat the A and M's and the the LSU and the well you know the Arkansas like those games where you coming into it as uh, the, you know, the better team and your team at home and you know you, you, should, you should get that dub well now since you've been getting those wins by default you're a top 10 team in the country and now this is your opportunity to maybe even make this, that jump to, if you win this game you put yourself in the conversation with being what a top 16 you're right there with the Washington or with Oregon in Texas, yeah, it's, uh-huh. <laughs> that's good competition right yeah. there. You know, right there with Alabama, um, just just all those one loss teams that 
are yearning to to claw their way into the playoff, you make you make things that much more messier. <laughs> agreed, uh, agreed. So, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting football game, of course. Um, it will. I, I I'll say my pick. I'll take Georgia, but I think Ole Miss covers. Okay. I think. I think surprisingly, I, I think Georgia wins by three. I think this is, I don't want to say it as a Mississippi State alum, but I think this is going to be a battle. I really do. <laughs> I, I think Ole Miss comes ready for this one. They show up ready for this one. I um, think so, too. And, so, yeah. I think so, too. So, so yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting game. 6 p.m. kickoff um, game on ESPN. So, uh, yeah, it's yeah, this is this is going to be be a fun one. So as what Lane Kiffin has said in the past, get your popcorn ready. Yeah, he ain't gonna say that this time though. He ain't gonna say that this time. <laughs> I, I, think, <laughs> I think he's learned his lesson from that too. <laughs> <laughs> he'll let he'll let you say get your popcorn ready. I don't think he's gonna be saying popcorn ready this time around. <laughs> he's like, look, don't look, don't give me that popcorn. Don't, I don't yeah. I don't want to see popcorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think you're, the last thing he's trying to eat some popcorn. Hey, give him some fruit snacks or something. Don't give exactly. him the popcorn. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, yeah. Any, anything else you want to add to this game, Chris, before we move on? No. No, sir. No, sir. All right. All right. So, so yep. Can't wait for Old Miss and Georgia going between the hedges. So, should be a great game. All right. So, next game that we have, Chris, um, we got the Missouri Tigers, the number 14 Missouri Tigers, taking on number 13 Tennessee. Um, this game is going to be a 2.30 p.m. kickoff game on CBS. So, yeah, this is going to be a great clash in the SEC East division. So, mm-hmm. um, pretty much um, both of these teams are trying to jockey for that position at um number two uh right now so um in the division I, I i'll say so um i'm very interested into seeing what happens in this game right now vegas um they have tennessee as a two-point favorite in this game over under is at 57 and a half so they don't even have missouri winning this football game which kind of has me wondering what mm. does Vegas know about Tennessee <laughs> that we don't know right now Chris um, for that's me a good question. I know right I know like what <laughs> what do they know um, like we, we know last week Missouri had that heartbreaking loss against Georgia um, which was a great game uh, but maybe they're looking at Missouri's still thinking about that loss last week and mm-hmm. might catch up to them this week. To me, I don't think um, that that's the case. I'm picking Missouri just because of the home field advantage. I think um, everything is in front of Missouri to have a really good season. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just look as I just look at Missouri as a really good team. It, it's kind of hard, kind of hard to beat Missouri in Columbia. So, 
Um, not really sure what Vegas is seeing, but um, I'm I'm liking Brady Cook uh, more than I'm liking Joe Milton and his squad to um, come out and have a good showing in, in this game. So, what do you think, Chris? I think I think if Tennessee gets this win, it's their defensive line was just dominant. I think that's what Vegas is leaning on being the case. Mm. I don't think it's a uh, Joe Milton will be better than than Cook situation. Tennessee has one of the ten best defensive lines in the country. I argue even top five, right there with Texas, right there with Michigan and Penn State. Um. Tennessee's defensive line is just filthy. They get after it. Um, they've put together they, and A and M might be a more talented line. They're one of the top talented defensive lines in the nation as well. But just production standpoint on what we're seeing on the field, no more than Tennessee. They cut up. They do. And so, <laughs> so I really think. They'll, that group, that position group, if Tennessee wins this game, because we got to, I'm just looking at the picture, just trying to paint the picture for, you know, how both teams win this game. If Tennessee wins this game, it's truly because that D line got, what, four, five or more sacks. And now we're talking about those drives for Missouri, you know, being halted. Um, no longer a third and manageable, you know, if you're getting sacks like that on a consistent basis and um, possibly to really disrupting the rushing attack that was very effective last week. So they would win an ugly game. I think if it's high scoring and, you know, Missouri's offense is functioning well, that bodes well for Missouri. But if it's one of them, if it's a Jefferson pilot special, (laughs) (laughs) I think that favors Tennessee. So if you think this game hits the under on the scoring, I think you double down and pick Tennessee to win. I think if you're someone who thinks this game should be more high scoring and you pick the over, I think you also double down and, and pick Missouri to win this game. Um, uh, I think this is so. This is tough. These teams are very evenly matched. This is tough for me. I've been going. I've been going back and forth all week on who I think wins this game. My head says Missouri. I have just a feeling that Tennessee wins. I can't. I, I mean, now that you mentioned it, that. That defense um, has been keeping Tennessee close in game. That's how they. That's how they win. Yeah, that, that they won. Um, majority of the games that they have won has been because of that defense, but also uh, the games that they have lost. They haven't lost by much. Um, so you credit that a lot to their defense. That defense is very good. So I can mm-hmm. see if that's what Vegas is basing this off on. 
um, it is because of their defense and how can Missouri, a team that I I think has pretty good defense too, like they do, for sure. Um, can they find ways to win the football game? Um, Eli, baby, he's gonna he's he's earning that check this week. <laughs> he, he was he earned it last week and. and He's gonna earn it again this weekend. Um, I think I go, I go Tennessee by a point. I mean, ooh, I don't, I don't like saying it. It didn't feel good saying. Um, <laughs> man, I'm picking Tennessee, but I'm rooting for Missouri. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that. I'm picking Tennessee, but I'm rooting for Missouri. I don't think it's by much. I think it's. I think it's an ugly game. I think it's a tough one. I think this. And both teams could win a tough one. Tough game. Both teams very capable of winning it if it's a close, low scoring game. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Missouri by seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think but, someone man. like Schrader, um, like Cody Schrader, um, is. Can potentially um, help them get in the end zone. He's a hard runner. Yeah, I think he's a hard get, runner. I think you get a little extra push from that offensive line for Missouri uh, because you, like you said, he is a very hard runner, and I like watching him play as well. So um, I, I do think those guys are also going to have to step up as well, and I think um, think he will. Okay, I, I got you. I'll be rooting for I'll, I'll be rooting for Mizzou to get the win, um, but just have a feeling. I just have a feeling because it's going to be interesting too to see how they respond after a, a tough loss like that. You know, with with the expectations of being a, you know, they're still a highly ranked team despite that loss. So. How does this team answer back after a, a game like that where you you were right there in it with Georgia? Can you summon that type of focus and, and energy back-to-back weeks to get a, a, a hard-fought victory against an a extremely tough Tennessee defense? This team is the, the complete opposite of what we saw last year from Tennessee. Boy, if you had last year's offense mixed with this year's defense, you're looking at a team that's in the playoff. Oh man, just put them number one. Just, just do it. Just put, just put them number one right now. Like that team was. Woo. So yeah, <laughs> what more can you say? What, what more? So yeah, can you say? Well, I, I, I'll go Tennessee. Let's say twenty. I'll say twenty-one twenty. I think it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be a rough one. Twenty-one twenty. Yeah, I'm not betting this game. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's it's a Jefferson Pilot special, baby. <laughs> Look, just stay far away from a game like that. Right? <laughs> you, you watch it for fun. You don't watch yes. it for bets. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This will be the last game I bet on. Yes. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, yeah. I'm. I can't wait to watch this game. Um, I think it's gonna be a fun one. Um. It's probably gonna it's gonna bring out that same competitiveness um, as the Michigan Penn State game. Um, 
of this weekend as well. So, so yeah, um, you got Tennessee. I got Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Missouri by seven. Um, you got Tennessee by one. So, um, so you know, difference of of um, outcomes, but I, I think overall, um, the way it happens um, on both ends of the spectrum um, turns out to be a very tough physical matchup. I'd say so. So we'll see. For sure. We'll, For sure. We'll see. We'll see. So any anything else you want to add to this game, Chris, before we move on to our last game? No, sir. All right. So now we will talk about number five, Washington Huskies hosting number 18, Utah, this weekend. Um, another um, 2.30 p.m. game. Um, this one on Fox, of course. So, um, yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting matchup as well. Um, this was an, another game um, that I know I had thought about. Like, hey, what would be <laughs> what would it be like to see both of these teams um, potentially, you know, being undefeated? Of course, maybe. Um, later in the season, mm-hmm. and you know, taking on each other. Um, this game could also, and I, and it still does actually have um very big playoff implications um to play with this game um, mm-hmm. on on the mm-hmm. Washington side. So, um, right now Vegas has Washington as a nine and a half point favorite. The over-under is at 49 and a half, Chris. So, um, yeah, what what do you think about this game? Because for me, um, and we've talked about it for the last couple of weeks on this show, Washington is like they're up, they're down, they're all around. We don't really know what Washington is even late in the season. We, all we know is that they're 9-0 yeah. right now. Like they're winning, yeah. Yeah, they just been winning, but um, can they keep this up? Of, of course, um, I'm leaning towards yes. Like they're at home, so they shouldn't have any reason to um to lose this football game. But we've seen weirder things happen in college football. So, what do you think about this game um, overall? It's a really interesting matchup. Um, because as well as Washington ran football and was the balanced offensive attack last weekend against USC, the caveat is that was against USC. (laughs) Um, (laughs) they play defense at Utah. They play a lot of pride. They play a lot of it. (laughs) They pride themselves on defense. (laughs) So. That makes for a really interesting ball game, I think, because I still kind of view Washington as a team that's pass heavy. I don't this I really don't trust the running game yet. I would like to I need to see that again. If they can run the football very well against Utah, okay. And now we're really on to something. But 
think Utah is going to try to force them to have to run the football, force them to slow this game down, force the ball out of Michael Penix's hands. And if that's the case, if it's a more slow down game, I think this game doesn't hit the over under. I mean, it doesn't hit the over. I think it'll be a lower scoring game. And that plays into Utah having a legitimate chance of winning. Washington's defense has its cracks. I don't think Washington's defense is as good as some of the other top teams in the nation. I feel the Lord. Def, I don't. It's not. It's not as good as Texas is. I believe. Yeah. Um, Alabama's, mm-hmm. Ohio State's, Michigan, possibly Penn State for that matter. I think. I think this game. It has a smell of of possible upset. It smells like an upset brewing. <laughs> um. Utah has had its struggles offensively throughout this season. But they have, that is, Utah still has been able to find ways to win, and they've looked better. You, they put up 55 points on Arizona State. I agree, it is Arizona State. But Washington ain't put up no points on Stanford's defense. <laughs> so. I think Utah, I would say if you're betting on this game, mm-hmm. to bet on Utah to, to, to be right there, to you know, give, bet on Utah with the points. But I think there is a chance that Utah really wins this game. Excuse me. I'm going with Utah. I, I mentioned that I think there's chaos this weekend. Um, again, they don't have the best offense, but I think there's very the, the the makings for an upset are are there in this ball game, and I think Utah wins a close one. Ooh, I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to picture that in my head at a Utah upset. I mean. If that happens, look, I, I won't be too surprised because it's just another day in the office for for Coach Whittingham. <laughs> like that's just what that, that's just what they do over there in, in, mm-hmm. in Utah. Um, they crush people's dreams. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's possible for me. I just. You know, you're Washington, you're at home. Um, the game that you had last week was just, I, I can't even call it jarring. Um, maybe for USC. But um, mm-hmm. but for Washington, like, man, they, like, guys stepped up. Guys like Dylan Johnson stepped up in that football game just don't see them just laying back and just enjoying the ride like so soon. Well, well, well yeah, like you, at this you, point in, in time of the season. Right, right. I can see that. Like them taking, you know, taking this season by the horns and 
finishing this thing. Right. I can see that. Because I think I think they got over that hurdle as like one of the, one of those last hurdles known as USC, and now literally see we're we're getting close mm-hmm. we gotta finish out this season and it starts with Utah this week I do think Utah will put up a fight but I think Washington expects that and it's good for them to be at home to expect that mm-hmm. if this game was at Utah I'm just gonna say it that might like they're probably on upset alert like legitimately but because this game is at Washington I'm leaning toward Washington uh, winning this football game I understand that I definitely do Mm -hmm. I just I think Utah has they have that game in them and I think this is where it comes out I think they figured out some things offensively Mm mm-hmm and I don't expect them to just put up points, but I think they muck this game up enough to where they can get they they pull off the upset. I think they do. There's a lot of games across the country this weekend where that could potentially happen. And maybe I'm wrong. But if I'm putting my money on what happening, it's between this game and also Georgia and Ole Miss. I feel a little more confident based on how teams have these teams have played throughout the season. I still have my trepidations about the Huskies. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be shocked if they won this game at all. They're top they're number five team in the nation. You know, top five team. But I think just how the pieces line up in this ball game. I think what Utah will plan on doing defensively, I think, I think they'll be right there, and they might be able to finish off with Stanford. Couldn't. Okay. I, I mean, that's a fair assessment of it. I I can understand both scenarios actually happening. Honestly. Mm-hmm. It's just my my gut is telling me. Man, Washington's at home, riding high, nine and zero. Everything's in front of them. Season's almost over. Don't mess this up. And typically, sometimes when that much pressure is on you, you do mess things up. But they mess it something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that. But that's I mean, what these, makes these me. are kids too. Yeah, these are kids to an extent. You know and, what I'm saying? These are. 19, 20, 21 year old athletes. Agree, agree, and, and that's what makes me do kind of lean into wh- what your analysis of this game w- will actually be um, as well. Um, so, so yeah, it's. I guess it's a safe bet to call this game a, a proper toss-up kind of game. Um, it is, and there, there also is the world where just Washington truly has figured it out, mm. and they're just too much offensively for Utah, and it's a similar ball game to the Oregon game we saw this year. Yeah, there is that possibility. Um, 
I just feel like Oregon's offense is just a more complete, balanced offense. And so that gets me a little bit of hesitation to that outcome happening. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think Utah, I think they're they're kind of rubbing their hands. Like they really know I think they're going to try to strap up on the outside. And like Michael Penix and your receivers, y'all aren't beating us this game. You y'all will have to run t- 10, 11, 12 play drives running the football against our front seven and earn this win on the ground and run for 200 yards. Mm-hmm. And if you do so, you tip your hat. But also if you do so, your chances are I think this is a closer game than what people anticipate. Yeah. Could be a lower scoring game. So. I really think it will. I, if I was to bet an under on a ball game, I'm, this is another one I would choose too. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So, yes. Like I, I, I really can't wait for this game, um, just to see what happens because I, I love both of these teams, um, just with what they bring um, on both ends of the football. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utah with that stingy defense, um, Washington with when when they're clicking, um, their offense is just as good as anyone else's in the country. So, um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting football game, but I can't it, wait to watch sure. this game this weekend. So, so yeah. for sure. Well, partner, anything else you want to add to this game before we get to your bets? For the weekend? No, sir. Nothing else to add on this ball game. We can we can move on to the bets. Alright. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have Chris Bolton here giving you another edition of Bolton's Bets. So what do you got for us today on on, on the slate, Chris? Well what is what are some games we should be looking after um, this weekend? Yes, sir. So, the first one that I have for us, it might surprise you a little bit. It might surprise you a little bit. But, it might not. I'm rocking with Oregon again. Um, they have been dismantling teams. And I know it's 15 and a half points, but I expect it to get ugly. I expect Oregon to cover handedly. So I say rock with Oregon. I don't care about the 15 and a half point spread. I think they cover. I think this game is going to be like, I said 60 to 14 earlier. It's something to that extent, like 50. It could be like 45, 14, 52, 17. I, I think, I think USC is kind of collapsing, um, and Oregon is locked in on reaching the playoffs. So that's my first one. Nice. Then I have another one for you. We keeping it in the Pac-12. Okay. Going out to Corvallis. Ooh. To Stanford and Oregon State. 
Oregon State, 20 and a half point favorites. I say you rock with the Cardinals. I say you rock with Stanford. Really? I say you take the points in that ball game. I don't think Oregon State covers. I think Stanford is a tough team that has a chance to make this a ball game. Mm-hmm. And Oregon State should win, but it won't be the sexiest win. It'll be like the 13, 10 point win. Mm-hmm. And that's all that we that's all hey, that's all that we want. We, we just don't want Stanford to get blown out. They have proven themselves to be able to make plays on the outside. We saw Arizona was able to make plays on the outside against this Oregon State team. We saw Stanford make plays on the outside against Washington. I feel confident that they'll be able to get some big-time plays, some chunk plays. And even though this game is on the road, I don't think it'll be too much for the Cardinals. I think they'll make it a ball game. They might that they aren't as bad as their record says they are. So I, I feel I feel like Stanford should win that. Uh, should be right there in the ball game, and Oregon State will, will pull away. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, like we like we had said earlier. I think ever since that Colorado game with Stanford, they really boosted up their confidence. Of course, mm-hmm. figuring some things out, figuring. Who were some of their top playmakers? So, so yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. So that should be should be interesting. It should be interesting. And is my my third bet. I feel good about it. It might sound a little crazy to you all. Is Miami and Florida State? Florida State, they are 14 point favorites. I ain't saying Florida State doesn't win this game. <laughs> I just don't think they win by 14 points or more than 14 points. I know Miami has, they have had their struggles. They just are coming off a loss against NC State. And they've had a couple of ugly wins. It's still a rivalry. Miami still has a very a good a good and talented team. I think they show up for this game. I think they put it together, quote unquote. And this game is much tighter than what the spread would lead you to believe it would be. Florida State wins. But it's going to be more like 35-31. 34-30. It'll be something like that. So again, I'm not picking Miami to win this game. I just don't think Florida State covers the 14 points. That's, <laughs> that's that is that's interesting, of course. Um, Florida State playing at home. Florida State's at home. Florida State is clicking. Um, but I think TVD, Miami's quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, he's experienced. And I think this team, I don't think they are, I don't think they're falling apart. Um, 
they've had some a couple of tough losses, but especially like the Georgia Tech one. But they bounced back after the Georgia Tech loss, after the North Carolina loss. They bounced back from those games and got some gutty, gritty wins. Yes, they lost to NC State, but I think I just think this team, the way they played all year, has shown that they don't just quit because they could have easily just quit after the Georgia Tech game and after losing to North Carolina. Yeah, I think this game. I think this game ends up being much closer because again, it's a rivalry game, and we know how. Even if you're having a terrible season, teams get up for the rivalry game. Oh, this team will be fired up. This team will be fired up for this one, and I think it'll bring out their best. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was just looking at at Miami's record. Of, course and um yeah they're six and three right now um i mean they had that big they had that big win against clemson they defeated virginia um both close games um they lost to nc state um on last week so Mm -hmm. um, and that's another thing too that i think that you know gives you the chance as a coach to like bring your team in is uh it's is you, you you make this this past week's probably been hell week for those guys you know you can't you can't come in feeling too good smelling yourself after a loss so right i think um practice has been very focused and i think that leads toward miami playing a better game than anticipated and the way Florida State they've been clicking as well no knock to Florida State um, they can very well they, they might blow up my bet and, and cover the spread that's not out the range of possibilities but I also think too there's a chance that they come in feeling a little too good about themselves because they haven't seen the talent level that Miami possesses against the teams they've been smacking lately like this, this is going to be a different level of toughness. Like, yeah, like when they play LSU in the beginning of the season, like LSU's a good team, but I'd say Miami. I mean, they proven themselves to not be that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and you could say like Miami's a much tougher team than LSU. The offense yeah. of LSU is good, but both three lost teams and the, both teams with three losses, and if Miami just kneels the ball, they're a two-loss team. So, yeah. who's to say this Miami team would isn't going to put up a, a tougher fight than LSU, who is we have seen that defense is not it. Right, Miami's defense is better. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah. So we will see. We will see. Um, interested to see how how that game does does fare um, as well. Just because Florida State, I mean, they're they're riding high right now too. Um, so mm-hmm. so it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because it's, that is a big game, of course. And Miami, 
is a test for them that I don't think they quite yet had. And you know Mario, he he would love to get that signature rivalry win in year one as the head coach of Miami. And it, that would erase the Georgia Tech game. That game will be gone out of people's memory <laughs> if he can foil Florida State's just a just amazing season. A season that looks like they're primed to go to the college football playoff. If he can spoil that, <laughs> then, then he will he won't have to pay for another meal for a minute out there in Miami. No. <laughs> They'll pay it full. <laughs> <laughs> and keep the change too. Yeah. You know? Right, right. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, yeah, man. That, those are some good, some good games, of course, that you that you presented to us, Chris. So another successful week of Bolton's bets. Yes, in the we, we're doing well right now. We're five and one okay. in Bolton's bets. So we're trying to keep it up. We're gonna try right. to keep it up. All right. Yeah, we 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 doing good. We riding high. We are riding high. Riding we are high. riding high. <laughs> we hope we we hope that we're we're making you guys some money. Of course, putting some money in in, in your pockets. And that's what we want to do. That's what we're here for. Yeah, we got Thanksgiving coming up. We got Christmas coming up. You know, mm-hmm. when you come mm-hmm. on those bets, we, we don't we don't lie to you. Mm. We keep it the band. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. That's what's up. That's what's up. So it's great, great to to listen to another edition of, of Bolton's Bets. So, so yeah. Yes, sir. Well, well, Chris, another successful prediction Friday in the books. Um, we got a lot of great games coming up this Saturday. Um, I'm going to be watching them. I know you're going to be busy doing some things, but. I'll be listening. I might not be able to watch, but I, I'm going to take it back to the 1950s and have that radio playing. <laughs> I'll hear them. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we we will definitely be back um, on Monday to discuss the week that was week 11 in college football. But um, before we leave, Chris, go ahead and tell the good folks where they can find you on social media. Yes, sir. You can find me on X at Chris underscore Bolton underscore 12. You can also find me on Instagram at Chris Bolton underscore. Get at your boy. Awesome. And for me, you can find me on X um, at listen to KSW all one handle. I'm on there talking college football, any college sports, uh, video games, professional wrestling, all of that good stuff. So um, be sure to follow me on there. Um, But yeah, yeah, guys, we appreciate you all listening in on the show, of course. Like I said earlier, um, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the show. It lets us know what we're doing and how we can improve um, moving forward. So we, we love um, all of you guys' support as always when you tune in to the show but um, but yeah y'all take care and 
y'all will hear back from us on Monday uh, to recap everything in week 11 of the college football season. But, um, but yeah, guys, until next time, have a great weekend, and see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.